Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, E-Society Podcast, and this is NBA Check-In with Azizu. Back again after a couple weeks. I last recorded at the NBA All-Star break. I said then I was going to turn this into a normal segment uh, once, maybe even twice a week, and that is the plan going forward. I hadn't recorded in a couple weeks, though. I've been on the road uh, visiting family, uh, visiting my niece, uh, that's been real fun. So I also had a chance to uh, connect with Nez. We recorded a couple podcasts, including one where we drove around Reno a couple times. If you haven't heard it, I definitely recommend checking that out. That's our last full E-Society episode uh, in the truck edition. Had a lot of fun with that one. And uh, yeah, you can expect more from us soon. We got a up to the challenge on the way. Uh, another new episode of E-Society. But until then, uh, let's get into the NBA check-in. Uh, it's been... Like I said, a couple weeks, so I figured I should start with my beloved Warriors, uh, do a Warriors check-in with y'all. As of right now, I'm recording this, it's halftime of the uh, Warriors-Celtics game, and uh, this is one of those, it was over before it began. The Celtics jumped out to an 11-0 lead. Uh, Warriors called a timeout and got right back into it, but... Uh, since then, you know, the Celtics took off with it. And it, as of right now, halftime, it is 73-48. And the Celtics have a 97.9% winning percentage probability for this game. If you keep up with me on Instagram at the Zisu, uh, you might know I've been doing Warrior game recaps for the last few seasons now. Um, Warriors are a team I've kept up with my whole life, not just since... They've been winning. Uh, this is my lifelong favorite team. I can't believe they're in the position that they are, where they've created this dynasty. If you listen to the past podcast, you know that. I don't have to get back into that. But uh, yeah, I've part of my uh, recap posts this year, I have put the win probability meter and, you know, anything can happen. Uh, the... The Warriors, you know, are a third quarter team, famously, but uh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like their heart is in this. I don't think they're going to get it done. And uh, speaking of their heart not in it, uh, it feels like it's been that way kind of since they got out of All-Star break. So I thought I'd quickly break down the games since All-Star break, since we last checked in with this. Uh, so yeah, the first game out of the All-Star break was a really competitive one with the Kings. The Warriors took that one 125-123. Uh, it made for an exciting game, but at the same time, you're like, man, the Warriors are supposed to be on another level. The Kings are on the come up. It shouldn't have been so close. Uh, Warriors did have them most times. Kings made a little run, but, you know... Uh, where stayed strong and took it in the end by two. So uh, that was good coming out of the break, especially coming off that Blazers game that went into the break. Uh, next game was Warriors Rockets, and it was another one of those uh, over before it began. And just like the Celtics game, they, they started off 0 for 15, and the Rockets had 15 to start that game. They were down 20 at one point. Uh, Warriors hung around in that one. But in the end, that one, ugh, super annoying one. <laughs> um, 
the next one after that, we played the Hornets. Uh, pretty much cruised in that game. Uh, it was one of Cousins' best games of the season, 24 and 11. And just got to say about Cousins, it's not every game that that we've we've seen from him. But there's a couple times where I'm like, man, this is amazing to see. This isn't what the Warriors have had traditionally we don't have like a really good rebounder especially offensive rebounder a guy that can just kind of get down there in the post and work and when you see it it's incredible as somebody who you know watches almost every Warriors game there is to see that happen um I am almost positive he'll be gone but we'll see I'd love to have him back so we'll see anyways easily took that Hornets game Uh, then they headed down to Miami, I'm going in order, right? Yeah, Miami, and uh, that was another one where I was like, the Heat pretty much had it the whole game. Warriors furiously came back at the end. It looked like they were going to take it, and then did he call bank? No, D-Wade called game and uh, threw up the just prayer of a three-pointer um, and the uh, the Heat got a walk-off victory 126-125 cool for D-Wade terrible for the Warriors but you know gotta give it up for D-Wade that was an amazing moment so uh, next the other Florida game played at the Magic and in a way that one was even more disappointing because uh, the Magic kind of held the lead for a while. Warriors stormed back as they do in the third quarter and uh, really looked like they were going to get this one. And instead, no. They had an 11-point lead going into the fourth, and you just had the vibe with this one. The vibe was all wrong, and they lost that one. So they got sunshine swept. The Magic took it 103-96. They then bounced back a pretty good game, a pretty competitive game. Uh, Warriors 76ers, that was the Saturday night game on ABC. So it was good to see a really good battle in primetime. For the most of the game, the 76ers actually looked like they were in control. And that's what I was talking about as I started this segment on the Warriors, that it's a little discouraging to see their heart not really in it. I, I get this is a team that's playing for the postseason, but, you know, we are only a month away from the playoffs. You want to see them build good habits. And maybe they're still a couple weeks away from, like, kicking in those good habits. They're just – they really are just cruising, and that's fine. I don't know. You would think they'd want to make sure they secure the one right now. I know the – Denver's right there um, for it. But anyways, um, that 76ers game, it was cool to see them, you know, Philly fought hard, but, uh, you know, Dubs stayed strong late. And, you know, it wa- it could have gone either way at the end there. And it was good to see the Warriors stay cool and take that one. And, of course, that led to today and this mess, which it'd be fun to see the Warriors come back but at the same time with so much of the season left you know being down this much 73-48 I'd almost just say throw it in you know I'm sure the starters will play the third but 
I wouldn't be surprised if they aren't able to make this at least a single digit game by the fourth that they'll they'll truly let it go we'll see uh, but yeah that's where the Warriors are at as far as their upcoming schedule they got the Nuggets on Friday so if this ends up being the blowout looks which it is right now at halftime you would hope that they would get their heads right for the Nuggets game because this is in Oakland the Celtics game and you know as much as you want to cruise you also you know you don't want to do this to your fans they come out to see you they come out to see you play you can't just shrug every game off and you know the Nuggets are obviously the 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 two seed in the west they may have even taken the one I'm gonna pull up the standings right now uh yeah it is yeah right now as of this game the Warriors are two games up on the Nuggets uh Warriors are 44 and 19 while Denver is 42 and 21 so we'll see uh like I said especially if this game continues to be the blowout that it is you would like to see the Warriors with their head in it for the Denver game but We'll see what happens. Um, after that, uh, we got the Suns on Sunday. Can't overlook them, but that should be fine. And then uh, once again, uh, Wednesday, March 13th, the Warriors have the Rockets. So a uh, couple tests games here between the Celtics, the Nuggets, and the Rockets. Uh, and right after that, actually, we got the Thunder on Saturday, uh, March 16th. So... Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And uh, you can be sure I'll be here to talk about it because that's my favorite team and my favorite sport. But that's not all I came to talk about. came to talk about hot topics around the NBA. Uh, As I said last NBA check-in, I keep up with all the NBA shows and podcasts. Uh, Shout out to those once again, like... uh, Jalen and Jacoby, The Jump, The Starters, and then Podcast, also The Starters, and all the NBA Ringer pods. Uh, They have a great NBA basketball feed that's one of my favorites. So, Anyways, uh, yeah, hot topics. I had this on the list ever since All-Star break. I talked about it a little last pod. The futures of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Uh, The buzz was all at all-star that they were you know seen talking together and in the hallway and you know on court at the practice and then you know they're saying like oh yeah it's my best friend it's like well okay yeah that's fine I mean not like we all need to know everybody's personal life but really like never really seemed like that like I don't know you know you don't you didn't see Katie show up in the uh, Uncle Drew movie that being said there was no other current players in that film except for uh, Aaron Gordon so yeah anyways but yeah since then there's been countless Kyrie media interactions Uh, these aren't in order but like the other day walking in the building he's like oh when I'm done playing I'm not gonna miss this the media coverage and it's like what are you talking about that's like the most normal thing for like an NBA (laughs) player and like I don't know he's he's definitely moody and people are saying like they they lip read 
when him and Katie were talking and like he said two max slots talking about the Knicks they could go to the Knicks and get two max contracts and you know he came out after that and said like you think that's like a free agency meeting like that's what we we do and stuff like that and I mean yeah maybe they didn't but it's not like players don't I mean it's a given like they're always these this day and age pitching to come and play you know with each other it's the whole reason that we got KD to come to the Warriors when he did we had the so-called Hamptons five you know fly out there Steph Clay Andre you know Draymond so you know they recruited him and you know that's what players do come play with me so anyways between that and then just Durant's attitude just reading the body language and just seeing him right now like I I know he's not he used to seem like a happier guy but you know now like I don't know just reading it on him when he talks like I don't know really sour and I don't know it's kind of sad I've always been such a huge fan of this guy's game but I don't know I know I'm a Warriors fan, so it's, it's you know, you can, you know, take this as you will, but I don't see why you wouldn't keep this together. I, I, you know, I honestly did get the Thunder thing. They kept not getting it done, but with the Warriors, it's actually been the exact opposite. All we have is one championship since he arrived. So uh, if we are on our way to our third in a row this year, possible to have his third finals MVP we'll see Uh, I'd like to see Steph get one but I don't know why you'd leave especially to go to the Knicks like I don't think that's gonna help your image and you know a lot of people have been saying both Kyrie and Durant they don't like the media attention well New York if they want to go team up there there's no bigger media scrutiny anywhere than you get with the New York media and it'll be 10 times you know what it is in Golden State in Boston so I don't know I do my prediction I think last time I I think when I recorded I said it was gonna be like 50-50 man I say it's as high as like 90-95% that Kyrie's out of there and I'd say 80-85% that uh Katie's gone. It's just it's all over the body language and what they say. It's it doesn't really install a lot of confidence and even it's it's part of the struggles right now like I don't know. Like KD still gets a shot but he doesn't hit, you know, I don't know. They don't seem as in rhythm. They don't seem to be moving the ball, you know, as much as they should. So I just see both of them Heading out and, I don't know, trying this New York situation. It'd be crazy if they got that number one pick, too, in Zion. I think I mentioned that last time, but I don't know. We'll see. Um, as far as, like, the Warriors' repercussions of that, I, I'm almost positive. Sounds like sounds like Clay wants to resign. Sounds like they won't mess around. They'll resign him, and, you know, that'll be that, but... Would we be able to keep Cousins then? I'd love to if we lost Durant, but it makes you wonder. And then it also makes you wonder, let's say KD leaves, let's say Cousins leaves. 
is Andre Ruger going to retire? Even if he doesn't, you know, he's really towards the end of his career. Same thing as Sean Livingston. Um, what happens with this team? I'm definitely interested to see. Ever since we've started this dynasty run, I've always wondered, like, what's after. Uh, I've also mentioned in the past on this podcast, on eSociety, that... You know, you really, when your team is on top and you're winning championships, you really can't take it for granted. You got to enjoy every second of it because when it's over, you don't know when you're going to get it back. You don't know what's going to happen. You just look at the Bulls teams, the 90s. They seem like, you know, unstoppable. They won, you know, six during the 90s. But since then, you know, they've had, you know, highlights here and there. D. Rose's MVP, but, you know, they ne- they've never been what they were then, you know. You just look at what's happening with the Lakers now. I'm about to talk to the, about, about them here in a second. And, uh, you know, since their late 2000s championships with Kobe, you know, they've had a lot of down years. I think I've heard it's seven years in a row the Lakers have missed the playoffs, so... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying the Warriors are going to miss the playoffs. I definitely don't think they will. But uh, uh, obviously, they won't be the juggernaut that they are now. So it'll be interesting to see what happens and, you know, all that. But, yeah, like I said, uh, Katie, Kyrie, I totally see them. Uh, not only out, but teaming up. I think they're going to the Knicks. Everything just seems to be lining up for that. And I don't know. <laughs> like I said, Durant looks feels he, he he feels like now his priority is to get his reputation right. I think the best you could do is right now just continue this this Warriors legacy and just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's gonna do. He's gonna do him, but I, I don't see how New York could really help you, you know, write your legacy and even team it up with Kyrie. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess, but it's not like you know, out east. You know, you got the you got the uh, you got the other Celtics. You can't you can't dismiss the Celtics just if Kyrie leaves. They've actually been better without him. And then you've got, you know, the 76ers. We'll see what happens with the Raptors if Kawhi leaves. And then, you know, the Bucks, obviously. And they've got a lot of questions, too, I heard, especially after the season. They got Giannis, but, uh, and they just re-signed uh, Bledsoe, so they at least secured him. But pretty much everybody else, uh, Lopez, Middleton, all of them are uh, possibly, you know, free agents, so we'll see what they do, especially considering they have the best record in the league right now. But yeah, uh, as I mentioned, Lakers a minute ago, there's no hotter topic than them, and it's just that they've completely fallen apart since the All-Star break, and their slim playoff chances are less than a percent now as of recording their Pretty much toast, and uh, LeBron's already had talk about uh, minutes restriction, if not outright shutting it down. Which there's a bunch of talk about that. I don't know. I go, I go both ways with that. I mean, if you truly are eliminated and at his age, 
there isn't much to push for. Uh, as I'm recording this, he's like 13 points away from passing Jordan all-time scoring, so he'll do that tomorrow night, tomorrow night's game. Uh, but I don't know. If I was him, I'd almost want to shut it down right now. I know they mathematically haven't been eliminated, but he's going to get that record. And I don't know. I'd want to celebrate that more. It'd be more cool, in my opinion, to get that record on the first day of next season. You know, open the season with a bang, you know. But uh, it's hard for me, personally, to feel too much sympathy for the Lakers. They've obviously been a long time rival of the Warriors, so, you know, rival in the sense that uh, during all their up years, the Shaq-Kobe years to Shaq-Pow-Gasol years, Lamar Odom, you know, those teams, like, you know, obviously they were on top while the Warriors really, really struggled, so, you know. It's hard for me to have too much sympathy for the Lakers, but, you know, they are a big story, and, yeah, they've had a bunch of bad losses, games they should have won, uh, Pelicans, Suns, Grizzlies. It's crazy, really, uh, almost unbelievable that they couldn't beat those teams, but I think it's one of those things, sometimes the Warriors see this, where the other team knows it. They know who you are, they know you're LeBron, they know you're struggling, they know you need this, and they're going to pounce on you. They're going to make sure to show you, like, hey, you think, you know, you can just walk over the Grizzlies, the Suns, you think this is a gimme game? Like, no, we're going to take it to you, you know? So, not surprised to see that. A lot of the game, you can see it just right now here with this uh, Warriors-Celtics game. It's, you know, it's effort and heart, you know? You got to want it. You truly do, you know? Talent. You know, talent matters, but, you know, you got to want it, too. So, as of right now, Steph hit a three. It's uh, 84-63. Still a long way to go in this comeback. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, speaking of, the next topic I had was the Celtics, and they've been really uneven, too. That, that's what led to so much of the Kyrie drama. Uh, they've had some bad losses, which, uh, you just... <laughs> Why couldn't the Warriors get up for this game? You know <laughs> what this team's doing. You're at home. Eh, frustrating. But yeah, they've been going through a lot. And uh, like I said, I'm almost positive Kyrie's out of there. Kyrie said, you know, I don't see anybody, you know, beating us, you know, in a seven-game series. And who knows? That could be true. We'll see when they get to playoffs. The crazy thing is, right as of right now, they're in the five spot and Philly's in the four. So that would be a first-round series, Philly-Celtics, round one. That's a pretty heavy-hitter first-round series, especially, you know, in the East, where you would assume that, you know, the top four teams, you got the Raptors, the you would assume the Celtics, the Bucks, and the 76ers. Well, the Pacers, even after losing Oladipo, they're still holding on to that three-spot out East, so... You know, shout out to them <laughs> and pretty much every other pod. It's funny, I'm doing the same thing I hear everywhere else where you shout out the Pacers, but still everybody doesn't really believe in them, which, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe that does even fuel them even more. Everybody still shouts them out, but still really won't 
give them any credit, yet they hold on to that three spot out there. And as of right now, they're ahead of the you know, heavy hitters, the 76ers and the Celtics. So in my opinion, on paper, the 76ers have the best roster out east. I love what they have, you know, top to bottom, Simmons, Embiid, uh, Butler. They've just picked up Tobias Harris. That team, that team feels just as stacked to me as the, the Warriors, but I don't know. Like, there also are young, you know, Embiid dealing with injury. He didn't play coming out of the All-Star break, so that makes sense because you do want to have him right. You definitely want to have him right for the playoffs. So, Anyways, um, next topic, let's talk a little all-star and this possible cup that they might be doing uh, might even call it the stern cup interesting very interesting this is coming out of that uh, analytics conference uh, if you listen to any other nba pod you probably heard them reference it it's a big thing now that they do where they talk about you know statistics behind the game and you know how you can use those to win so i know The Rockets GM, Daryl Morey, he's a big believer in that. Uh, I saw him on the jump. Anyways, but yeah, one of the conferences there, the commissioner was talking about, he didn't think the All-Star game worked this year, which is interesting because I thought this was a pretty good All-Star game. And I don't know, I'm probably being a little bit of a traditionalist with it, but I do look forward to it. And, you know, it, I feel like the last two years it has been a good exhibition. So it's interesting to hear the commissioner come out against it, especially when, it, you know, like I said, the last pod, I feel like the dunk contest is so unpredictable. That feels like the weak spot of the weekend. Uh, just put that earlier in All-Star night, kicked it off with the slam dunk. That way, good or bad, you either start good or, you know, you can shake it off and, you know, have a good rest of the night. And you can always count on the three-point shootout. But anyways, so he's throwing out this idea of replacing All-Star Weekend with this cup. And it's really kind of hard to wrap your mind around, like, what you could do to make teams care about this. And I heard a few different scenarios you know, one with money, one like it would like eliminate game. They would eliminate games from the regular schedule, but then they'd go into this cup and it would be something, you know, to play for. But then I'm like, well, what, why, <laughs> why would they care if it's not the championship? And then you go back to the regular season, like, and then I've heard like uh, comparing it to, um, you know, European soccer leagues that do this kind of thing. But the thing with those is it is truly like, you know, the English Premier League and uh, Spanish La Liga, uh, you know, the German uh, Bundes League. So it's, it, it, it truly is different. And we're not, you know, we're talking about NBA things. So if you talk about like, okay, like, you know, connecting with the uh, Chinese leagues or, you know, Spanish league, you know, basketball, whatever, Lithuania, I don't know, you know, whoever, but, you know, almost doing that, but even that, it's still like, but what, (laughs) and I don't know, like, how can you get guys excited and 
I don't know. It's really kind of hard to wrap your mind around. I know, you know, they'll definitely try to find ways, but I don't know. In the long run, it feels easier just to keep the all-star game as it is, you know. Maybe they feel like they're not putting the best product on the screen and the consumer isn't excited about it anymore and it's only, you know, older basketball heads that grew up with it like me, you know, you're losing your younger audience, I guess, but I don't know, this cup thing, like, I'd want it to be cool, but also, like, how, how, how can you truly get people to care? Uh, Another comparison to the soccer leagues that I heard, would to actually truly have, like, different trophies, so you have you have one where it's this mid-season tournament and like that's one and then one just for your record so as of right now the Milwaukee Milwaukee Bucks would be the winner with the best league the record in the league they would just flat out be awarded that trophy and then that would mean something as far as like the final playoffs you would still have to go and play playoffs for the NBA championship but Anyways, like I said (laughs) in the beginning, it's hard to wrap your mind around, like, how you would get excited for this mid-season tournament. Like, what would it be, you know? Even money, like, I mean, they uh, get that now for the All-Star game, so... I don't know, it's something interesting to think about, especially if they are going to develop it in the years to come, but... I don't know. (laughs) I'm... I'm fine with the All-Star game as it is. I mean, some of the other reaction I heard to this is like, okay, I get it, but at the same time, like, this is a star-driven league. People want to see the stars. Like, does this mid-season tournament, like, does that, does that, you know, deliver in the way that, you know, just teaming up people like that? I don't know. Other ideas I heard is like a, adding almost like a one-on-one contest. I, I don't know about I'm all for trying it, but even that, like, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we're good, like I said, with with where we're at with the All-Star game. We'll see. All right. Uh, Been recording about a half hour now, so uh, I think I'm going to leave it there. I said I wanted to keep these a little shorter. Half hour is good. Uh, I'll leave you with a score update, but probably by the time you hear this, you'll know the results of the game. Eh, it's still not going to happen right now. It's uh, Boston 91, uh, Warriors 72, three minutes left in the third. So uh, unless they, in the last three minutes, unless they go on like a 10 nothing run, uh, I think they'll probably let this go, one go, but uh I don't know. I'll come back real soon, do another NBA check-in, cover all these topics. Uh, Hope you enjoy it. Thank you for listening. Uh, This is my favorite sport. I love the Warriors, but I also love all the basketball. So uh, hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, let me know if you're listening. uh, Instagram, Twitter, at the Zisu. Yeah, the E-Society Facebook page. Yeah, give me a shout-out. Let me know how your team's doing. Let me know if you want to hear more about a certain team. I cover the whole league. So, you know, if uh, you have a team you like right here on Anchor, I think you can respond. Uh, Leave me a message, you know, about your team. And 
yeah, we'll try to get to that and have some fun. So until next time, uh, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time, Peace Society.